you are tuned in to Lifestyle Tea Podcast, where there will be conversations as far as to single parent lifestyle, raising the kids, financials, also being a parentpreneur, dating, and many, many more. I am the host, Fabulous Marquita, and yes, there will also be book club moments. <laughs> I do love to read books so yes please be aware of the book club moments that we have also if you're wanting anything customized such as shirts mats towels wall decals anything go visit lifestyleteacustoms.bigcartel.com have a wonderful one come on join me now hey my people happy wednesday it is now 6.13 in the Texas area, and of course, I am on here to do a little bit of talking in regards to these teens and also book club vibes. Before I get started, I would like for all the, for you all to go to all the major platforms that Lifestyle T is on, which is Google, Anchor, Spotify, and many, many more, and Apple. And go and subscribe and review. I would love reviews. You can also review me with voicemail off of Anchor, which to me is so amazing. So you can go. I have it in my description below. You can go in the description. There is a link you can click on and leave your girl a voice message, okay? Before we get started, let me go over the quote for today. This is the last Bible verse for single moms that I will be reading. I am down to my last Bible verse. And I will be sharing this tomorrow. So if anyone wants to grab it and maybe put it in your phone or print it out, however you would like to do it. God is your protector. Detrimony 23rd 14. For the Lord your God moves about in your camp to protect you and to deliver your enemies to you. Your camp must be holy. So that you will be, so you will not see amongst, so he, so that he will not see amongst you anything indecent and turn away from you. I apologize, y'all. I'm a good reader. Like, if I feel like that's not right, I will read it again. Um, and yes, I do agree with that. I think God is a protector. Um, I think that also we have to be holy in our heart. We have to believe in God. You know, um, I think that also certain things happen for a reason, you know, and we are all not, um, we are all humans. So with that being said, you know, we're not perfect, but I feel like if we we apologize wholeheartedly and try to do better, then, hey, that is great. Um, once again, today's topic is going is talking about a strategy to discipline the teens with knowledge okay when whooping whooping your child or spanking your child um having them have do extra chores around the house or even taking away some of their stuff you know not every child is the same i always say that i have three kids and i always tell somebody that my kids are not the same everybody is different so it's it is um, one child that whoopings don't do nothing. Um, taking stuff away doesn't do nothing. Like is it's just that 
that crazy, you know? Um, and me as a parent, you know, knowing that I cannot give up, you cannot give up on your child, you know, you can't give up on them. Um, I have a lot of people that judge me because I'm open, I'm open with my kids. We have a sacred place and I think I spoke about the sacred place the first season that I actually started doing podcasts. Um, I think having a sacred place with your child is very, very important. Some people, especially those that are um, older than me, my elders, they think that's giving the child too much room to think that they're grown. I feel like personally, it gives a child, so that way that child will know, okay, my mom's going to discipline me. My mom's going to get on me, but I can come talk to my mom if I need some. Or not just need something like material. If I need a advice or if I have something in my head, I'd rather them come talk to me than go talk to these people on these streets. You know, and a lot of people don't like that. And yes, I will tell you that does confuse a child. Is this my mama or is this my friend? You know, and I always tell my, my kids, I am your mom. You know, your friends are who your friends are. I am your mom. I will be down behind you 24-7, but if you are doing bad, I'm going to let you know, too. You know, um, but I'm not, no, I'm not a friend, you know, and I and I am older. You know, I just go through all that to let them know that, you know, even though we are, we do have a sacred place, don't never think that, oh, this is my partner. I can do whatever, because, no, nah, I still demand my respect. You know what I'm saying? I still demand my respect. So, um... What happened was about a couple of weeks ago. It could have been a month ago. It's been a, it's been a while before I wanted to talk to you all about it because, of course, I'm dealing with it, right? So about a couple of about a, a month ago, a couple of weeks ago, as I stated, um, my child of mine's and anybody know what child I'm talking about? They know what the child I'm talking about. Yet I would not put my child on Fun Street. So y'all gotta figure out the child that I'm talking about. <laughs> but my child um, was not following directions. She was being smart mouth. Um, it was just, and every time I, you know, tried to give her a warning after warning after warning after warning, those warnings is not working at all. Okay, those warnings is not working at all. So what I did was. She had a Bible that I had bought her, but the Bible is like a teenage Bible where they have different lessons and different, um, like, you know, things for you to do to practice what they're teaching in the Bible, you know? So, um, what I had her do was just write out some of the words that was being said in the Bible, read it. I wanted her to read it and to give me notes. Write down what they were talking about. Write down how you felt about it. You know, and don't just read in in or write one word at a time. I really want to see some type of interaction. And she did pretty good. Uh, I want to read to you some things that she did. So this was when, this is with the, um, once again, the Bible for a teenage that's in Amazon. And it does come with activities inside. And this it says, A Girl's Guide to Making Really Good Choices. I loved it. I love that she picked that chapter to review, okay? She gave me the page number, and then it says, Choosing, choosing a Happy Heart. Here's her notes. Joy, and it breaks it down. Joy, J is for Jesus shows you 
house to have joy. O is for observe others who are joyful. Y is for yield to God. To yield means to give and give your power to another person. Let me make sure I read that right. To yield means to give your power to another person. And it says yield to God, so that makes sense. And then it says right here, I am I am the most happy when I am surrounded by positive people. List some of the things that upsets you or makes you mad. Messy people, negative attitudes, when people big. How strongly should you want to stay, want to obey God? And she put millions after millions after millions after trillions and trillions and trillions and millions and trillions out of millions, right? And then it says, what should your prayer be? Dear Jesus, help me understand that real joy is found in you and being like you. According to what you have been learning, how should you request I would have to ask, I would have, I would do what they asked me to do. Okay, so that is just a little example of how discipline, instead of doing that, I made her pick up a book and do a little reading and, and write her thoughts down, you know. And I know most people are like, oh, that's it? Yeah, to me, whoopings, whoopings? Of spankings is for when it's like you really did something really, really like bonkers, okay? But something like, you know, you're rolling your eyes or you're not listening or you, you know, then to me, that just means you need to sit down, read something positive and get your mind right, you know? And I get that from my mom, that whole, your mind right. Ah, oh, well, get your mind right, right? Um... Does it work all the time? I don't know. To be honest with you, I am a mom trying to get out myself. I would say that I can, from her writing, because what I just read to you is what she wrote, from her writing and her responses, she thought about it. You know, this wasn't just no sloppy old handwriting. She actually thought. And she put those thoughts into actions. I mean, we shall see. But what I also do is I tell her, hey, Remember what you wrote down that day I had you write some stuff down. Remember, you know, remember what it said. You know, make right choices. And that is how we do that. So, yeah, y'all, if y'all are having teens and whoopings and things are not working, going to counseling, it's not working, or maybe it's working, but it's not working good. I just wanted to let y'all know that sometimes education will work too because if they don't have education and they don't know how to do certain stuff, even though we feel like as parents they should know. But I remember growing up myself and my mom giving me books and it was similar to the books that I gave my daughter. And when I had a issue I wasn't understanding and didn't really want to talk to my mom about it, I would go to that book and that book was amazing. I want to say it's called Chicken Soup for the Teenage Soul. Y'all, if y'all ever heard that book, leave me a message on that. That book was awesome. Like, it was awesome. It 
gave me a lot of different stories and a lot of different tips. So I graded A1 hands down. I want to say thank you all for listening. Y'all do know Book Club Vibes is coming up. So y'all stay tuned. Hey, my book clubbers. Book Club Vibe it is. How are y'all doing this Wednesday? Uh, everyone's having a wonderful, wonderful evening. I am in Texas and I am ready to go over these two chapters. Now, I did read chapters 10 through 12. Um, to, this week has been a busy, busy week for me. So, I was able to read chapters 10 and 12. Now, next week, I'm wanting to read chapters um, 12 to 15, okay? So, that's what my plan is, okay? Um, I am pulling up the book now. Before we get started, you all do know, just to make sure, to all of my new people, my, my new, to all of my new people, thank you for joining the book club vibes. Now, with book club vibes, what I do is I go over things that I thought was majorly important. Um, so I do read a little and I also give my advice or not my advice, my opinions as to what I read. If you are wanting to share your opinions with me, cause I would love it. It's book club vibes, right? You can always leave me a voicemail on anchor. I will let it be heard and we can talk about it, right? We can talk about it. Um, also, just wanted to let my book clubbers know that I am really considering making book club vibes on Friday. Um, I'm still thinking about it. It has not been a guaranteed yet. The reason why is because I feel like I want book club vibes to be book club vibes. So, and I want lifestyle tea, tea to be what it is. Um, so just be aware of that. Like I said, I have not started it yet. I may, if I choose to, start in March. And, um, yeah, and I'm actually going to do video podcasts. So that way it can seem like we're talking to each other. We're having tea with each other and vibing with the book club, right? Um, for all of my people, I do like to listen, read, excuse me. I like to read urban books. I'm also into Christian books, and I'm also into any books that has something to do with knowledge, like the one that I'm reading right now, okay? So, a sister girl doesn't have one main book that she likes to read. I like to read whatever that catches my attention. Okay, so let's get started. On chapter 10, it says, Manage Your Emotions. Um, it says, be, uh, excuse me, crib bigger than a church. Lord, no, I'm blessed. Five different lawyers. Lord, no, I'm stressed. A punch in the face gets you 300K. As V-Lot, now he's back making minimum wage. And that's something that he said in one of his songs, Tears of Joy, back in 2010. I'm emotionally invested in everything I do, but I don't allow my emotions to dictate my decisions. That hasn't been, that hasn't always been the case. One area of my life where I've experienced growth is how I 
handle stressful situations. I used to be a much more reactive person. I've slapped a lot of motherfuckers over minor infractions before they even knew they defended me. The glasses went flying out their face. Come on, Rick, don't do that. Uh, coming up in Carroll City, you had to be that way. Reactions are survival-oriented. And in the streets, your the ability to react quickly to a dangerous situation can mean the difference between life and death. But my life today is much different than what it was back in the day. And as I've gotten older, the instincts that once served me started doing me a disservice. Okay. Halfway in 2008, my rapper career was on an upward tragedy. My second album, Triller, debuted at number one on the Billboard 200, beating the chorus of the sophomore slum and slicing any remaining haters who claimed I'd be a one-hit wonder. Things were going well, but that summer I got caught off guard with something I didn't see coming. One of the hip-hop gospel blogs published a report that I had once worked with a correction officer. They weaponized that information against me, and it and it used and used it to say I was a fraud. And that my backstory was full of lies. All of a sudden, it seemed like the people were turning against me and my career was in jeopardy. That whole situation caught me flat-footed because this was something I never made an effort to conceal. This was something that people who knew me knew about. And it had never been an issue. Niggas in these streets knew what I was about in Miami. There was zero questions about my credibility. If there had been promise, if there had been promise, I promise you something. I promise you someone would have tried to step on my toes a long time ago and that they would have quickly found out what time it was. But that never happened. But the streets and the internet are two different places. And the way the blogs are spinning the story, Rick Ross was on the ropes. The attack on my character put me in survival mode. My defense flight or flight instincts kicked in. I reacted by claiming the rumors weren't true. That was a big mistake on my part. Because when they brought the receipts out, it made the situation more worse. Now I've been caught in a lie. And and if I was lying about this, surely I must be lying about everything else. Two months later, me and my crew ran into one of the bloggers that that was pushing the story. We got his ass beat down and that felt good for a moment, but... It mostly, it most definitely wasn't worth all the time, energy, and hundreds of thousands of dollars it took to put that situation behind me. 
My time, my money are worth more, much more to me than any satisfaction I got from seeing a gal ball get, get his eye socked, caving in. Uh, let's see here. It says, you film what I'm telling you to film. Self-made is coming. And this is when you have paparazzis that's trying to ask you questions, okay? TMZ, Rick, what's up, dude? What are you doing, bro? This is boss word. Stop. I tell you the questions. I tell you the questions. That's Amarion. That's Stally. That's McMill. That's Rocky Fresh. You film what I tell you to film. Self-Made 3 is coming. TMZ, oh, congrats on that. I saw that on Instagram. I know you did. But what would Wales album? But what about Wales album? What day does that come out? June twenty sixth. No, and this is him. TMZ says June twenty sixth. Boss says no, the twenty fifth. Don't mess that up no more. Now listen, when you see me, you film. You know why? Because I'm the biggest boss you've ever seen. You make sure. That they don't just play this video one time. You make sure they play this for a week straight. And the reality of the whole co-controversy was that I really never had anything to hide in the first place. I knew who I was and the code I lived by. I could have just explained the situation and it would have been over with. The blogs could have whatever they wanted, but at the end of the day, the truth would prevail. My success will ultimately be determined by the quality of my music. Emotions are always temporary. Decisions can have permanent effects. I like what he said there. Emotional, emotional. Emotions are temporary, you know what I'm saying, which is true. But decisions, they can have permanent effects, especially if you make stupid decisions. Okay, I, I felt that. I felt him on that when he was saying that. Um, Taking responsibility for your fuck-ups and opening up yourself to a criticism is not something I saw a lot of growing up. That type of vulnerability is seen as weakness in the hood and people prey upon it. When you come into the rap game from the streets, you're bringing certain things with you. Whether you're con consciously aware of them or not. So it took me a minute to unlearn some of the things I've been taught and make the switch from reactions to responses. I still listen to my gut. But most of the problems I face now are not life in this situation. More than often, excuse me, more often than not, there are issues that would benefit from calm, well thought out responses. Responses come slower than reactions. But they're always based on more information. Chapter 11. Your bedroom is your office. 
work is often and work is is often seen as means for making money so we can enjoy the that second life that we lead even if we deserve some satisfaction from our careers we still tend to compartmentalize our lives in this way this is a depressing attitude because in the end we spend a substantial part of our waking life at work if we experience this time as something to get through on the way to real pleasure then our hours at work represents a tragic waste of the short time we have to live i went home last night or excuse me i went home last week back in clark's clarksdale mississippi the place where it all happened as a young rose usually i go back pretty often i've still got a lot of family in the area but due to the pandemic it had been a, a little while I decided to catch fungus and I decided to catch the fungus and bring it home to my mama. I like making that drive anyway. There's a there's ain't there ain't a whole lot to see but riding past the old cotton fields and endless stretches of countryside reminds me how far I came. I made a trip for the grand opening of my new wing stop. So, y'all, he got the wing stop going. But his mom and his sister is over the wing stop. Okay, and he explains that um, even though he's over the wing stop, that he lets his mom be the boss and be over that. So, that way he can do um, everything else. Because when I take Rick Ross is into a lot of, he's in, his hands is in a lot of stuff. So that's the reason why he lets his mom and his sister be over the wing stop, okay? But he wears the wing stop and he like claims it. He lets people know even in his song, say man, go check out the wings going. So he's always claiming his wings even on songs. You know, and now his the wing stop is called Boss Wings LLC. I love it. Boss Wings LLC. Um, he makes a verse and says, she's thinking Philippines, I'm thinking Wingstop. Fending lemon pepper, I got my thing cocked. You see what I'm saying? He put his business in his music, y'all. I just love it. I just love it. So that's what it talks about, basically, how he went over to do the Wingstop, um, and he had to take it wherever he went. He was always working, always getting. If it wasn't music, it was Wingstop. If it wasn't Wingstop, it was real estate. The decisions I make in business are based on what motivates me and inspires me. Listen to him. The amount of money I make comes second of that. Listen to this dude. Let me read it again. The decisions I make in business are based on what motivates me and inspires me. The amount of money I make may come second to that. I work on things I'm passionate about, so I never have to feel like I'm at work. When you stop viewing work as something you have to do versus something you look forward to, 
You get different results, and I'm he's sure about that. Hustling hard is always an opportunity, never an obligation. Don't think that you put in long hours at the office so you can come home and enjoy being in a bed. When you can find a way to enjoy every aspect of your life, even when you're in the trenches, that's when you've truly mastered the game. Your bedroom is your office. Your bedroom is your office, okay? So, this is chapter 12, Bosses Stay stay Students. 25 when you stops in, you might think that I know all there is to know about the fast food franchise game. You'd be mistaken. I could I could own two hundred fifty restaurants, and I wouldn't I wouldn't feel that way. I've I've still got a lot of learning to do. A real boss always remains a student, regardless of how successful they've been doing things a certain way. They know they don't have it all figured out, and that they will always have. To discover new ways to innovate the and involve with the times. A boss doesn't cling on the past. Listen to that. Listen to that. A boss doesn't cling to the past. They welcome the changes of the tide. Wingstop had been booming throughout the pandemic. The company's stock price was under fifty under fifty dollars in March. And by July, it was up damn near 150, 150. Unfortunately for me, I own very little lean stock, lean stop stock. I missed out on that opportunity to triple up. I never really got into stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. I have no idea that cryptocurrency, currency. That was a long word. <laughs> is I think that comes from how I was raised. And he talks about how he was growing up. His mom, they put their money on real estate because they knew that their money was going to be seen. The money is basically, um, uh, let me just get an example. That the money is basically with his real estate. It's, your money is going on with his house. And you're either going to see your money on his house or you're not, you know. Whereas to stocks, I haven't really got into stocks yet. But I do know stocks is very, 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 very different than real estate, you know. And I'm not going to lie to you um, from what I know. If I had a chance, I would do real estate more than I would do stocking. Because to me, it's not on me. It's on however the stocking goes. And I can't even explain that because I'm not, I don't, I haven't even did my research on it. I'm going to be honest. So let me just be real. It didn't mean I suddenly had to switch up my whole investing strategy. I could just expand my knowledge and go from there. The smarter you are, the better your chances at winning are going to be. Avoid complacency. I love it. Avoid complacency. The moment you start thinking you got the game all figured out, you set a ceiling for yourself. 
if you maintain a beginner's mindset, then you're always learning. And if you're always learning, you're always improving. If you want to keep winning, you're going to have to find new ways to win. You can't lean on your past victories to earn your next ones. You have to look ahead towards the future. Yes, I love it. I love it. I mean, to me, what he said right there, that, that had very good, very good statements on it. As I got older, I began to embrace my education. It's been tremendous benefits to me, not only in business, but also in my relationships with my friends and family members. Keeping an open mind and knowing that I don't know everything has opened a lot of doors for me. I was excited to bring a beginner's mindset to the new venture a week after my visit with Clarksdale. I announced the launch of Collins Ave Cannabis. Rosé was finally in the weed game. Well, that's not exactly true. I actually had a lengthy history in the weed game, but I was finally in the legal weed game. This was a move I'd wanted to make for years, but due to the case but due to the case I thought in twenty fifteen case I caught in twenty fifteen, I had to put those plans on the back burner. It turns out trying to sell weed when you're in the middle of a fighting case in a state where it's still illegal isn't the best look. My attorney advised me against it. And I took that advice, but as soon as I completed the terms of my probation, I made my move. And that's how you're supposed to do He made his cannabis move. Now he's on with cannabis. Illegal where it's legal at. I don't know why it's not legal in Texas, Dallas, Texas. But I don't know. <laughs> Bosses stay students. And having that beginner mindset will take you far. This is a fast-paced world, and things are constantly changing. If you're stuck in your ways and can't learn to adapt and evolve, you're going to end up like the Magellan shark, extinct. Now, it's chapter 13. As I said, I'll be going over chapters 13, 14, and 15. Uh, I'm trying to finish this book really quickly. However, I don't like to do it too quick because I like to make sure that y'all understand. So, um, it's 18. I want to do chapters 13 through 15 next, and then we should be done by the end of this month with this book. Uh, once again, you can always find this book on Amazon, The Perfect Day Tabasa by Rick Ross by Amazon. Um, you can also go to the bookstore. Like, it's out there, y'all. It is out there. I hope that y'all enjoyed everything, and I hope that everyone was able to, you know, get a little piece of information regarding that. I know I got a lot of information. Okay, my book clubbers, y'all have a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday. I will see y'all next week. Y'all will hear from me next week. And also, let you know, Lifestyle Tea Customs, we do have Valentine's Day merchandise. So go check out Lifestyle Tea Customs at lifestyleteacustoms.bigcartel.com or on Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest. And if y'all like something, DM your girl. I'll help y'all out.